my name's Lydia and I'm a human of HR. Hi, my name's Simon and I'm a human of HR. Hi, I'm Emma and I'm a human of HR. My name's Jill and I'm a human of HR. Hi, my name is Michael and I'm a human of HR. Welcome to Humans of HR, a conversation about all things HR. We keep it real, raw and refreshing. We're not afraid to ask the questions or go where others won't go. We're real people having real conversations about real topics. You ready? Let's do this. Yes, let's do this, shall we? Here we are, live at the HR Tech Fest, uh, or live digital. Virtual live. HR Tech Fest. Yeah. <laughs> My name's David Gazzarotto. Um, I am the uh, MD of LeapGen here in Asia Pacific. I'm joined by Michelle. Farrah Eagles, <laughs> uh, founder of Creating Conscious Leaders. Fantastic. And uh, Michelle, we've, um, it's great to get together again. It is. It's been a while. Yeah. It's, um, this, I mean, this year, it's, it's been what it's been. Yeah. Yeah. It has. And, you know, I had my birthday yesterday, so... Um, Happy 5.1. Oh, thank you. Yes. But um, the, the thing was, I've never been so grateful for my birthday to come around quickly. Yes. <laughs> it goes things like, like, seriously, a few months ago, you turned 50. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been Stop 12 months. That. Sorry. It's Sorry. A big number. Anyways. Um, so here we are back again. Now, normally, we are rattling around making a nuisance of ourselves In at booth. these conferences. Yep. <laughs> Hassling suppliers, having great conversations with hundreds of people. Yeah. But today, it's just you and I. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I thought what we might do is just as a, in a build up to day two, as it is today. Yes. That we'd have a bit of a recap on, on what we experienced yesterday in the digital uh, online experience for HR Tech Fest. Yeah. Um, so I thought we might recap a little bit in terms of what we experienced and try and bring that insight, for want of a better word, uh, to, to our, our audience here. Um, and then perhaps just have a little bit of a, a setup of, of what we think is um, on the agenda today that we think it's worth looking at. So, Amazing. Excellent stuff. So um, why, don't, why don't you start by giving me your first impressions? Of, I mean, this is the first time that HR Tech Fest has done this big event, right? Well, they did the New Zealand event earlier we did in the a, year. We did an event in July yeah. um, that was, I think, the first, you know, quick reshuffle of, you yep. know, COVID's here, we can't get together. But this is probably, yeah, the first massive, you yeah, know, virtual, big, big numbers virtual event. Look, I think yesterday was, um, I'll be really honest, a little bit tricky, you know, Monday yep. morning trying to juggle everything this time of year. Yeah. Um, I unfortunately didn't get to as many sessions as I had hoped to yep. get to and I planned to get to. Yeah. Um, and I kind of think that sums up this year. It is what it is. Yeah, um, right. Obviously, we had our session at one o'clock um, yep. on the uh, role of people and culture in the future and moving forward. And you had a couple of other sessions that morning. Sessions, so, um, yeah. I mean, we had great conversation in yeah. our session. It was amazing. Um, yeah. You know, great feedback afterwards. And I, I kind of yeah. wish I would have had the chance to get to more of them. But um, yeah. yeah. It's one of those things. Yeah. I, I, mean, I think the Monday factor had a little to do with it for me, but also mm. it's December. Like it's December the seventh. Yes. And school holidays start. You holidays know, holidays have been in. And people are, yeah. as you were. I too was in and out of things as well as trying to stay really present in the conference. Yeah. Now and without being physically there and compelled yep. to go into a room to see a session and to be and in the networking events afterwards and all that. Stuff. And it's like you give yourself permission to actually disconnect from work when you're in a different different Correct. physical environment. Yep. Whereas when you're you know, home or working from home, it's very easy to multitask without yeah. being called out upon yeah. it as well. Yeah. You know, you can be on your phone, you can be checking things, you can be moving things around. Um, yeah, it's very easy, easy to hit the stop video button and go off. And Absolutely. And, whatever. Yeah. So, look, um, I also think it's a big ask this time of year. Everyone's a little bit 
virtually fatigue. Yeah. So yeah. I think we're digging deep. Um, I mean, I'm I'm definitely um, more engaged when I'm presenting versus attending some things yeah. Yeah. because I'm committed to that. Whereas yeah. when I'm attending, I'm I'm probably not as as engaged. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So you know. So without, I mean, we didn't want to. I certainly uh, don't want to create a negative sense. But no, no. I think there were some things in the environment itself, or in you know what's going on around us, that yeah. make it pretty challenging for guys totally. and pairs. Oh. Done an awesome job again. I mean, Amazing. these guys, um, you know, Ian Collier, who puts, oh. the, puts the event together. Twenty four hours, that guy. Seriously, oh, working from the UK, he's incredible. You know, yeah. he's he's always on, and I'm really looking forward to him having a bit of a break. Yep, and but, he, but he, but he does pull. Some great speakers and great oh, presenters. He does. I mean, we've got um, Josh Burston is jumping on in about fifteen minutes' time. Uh, our own Leap Gens founder and CEO. Uh, what's his name again? Jason Averbrook will be joining us on the live podcast tomorrow morning, but uh, before he presents his keynote. So again, you're interviewing Shane Fitzsimmons later today. Today, and yeah. I've got the one and only Alana Bennett yep. at one o'clock. My co-conspirator. <laughs> so it's great. And to the point, you know. It's awesome content here, so yeah. we shouldn't be too. I think uh, what's going to be really important is that they actually keep it up live a little bit longer because I, I mean, the recorded sessions yeah. a little bit longer because I actually am looking forward to going yes. back and listening to it when I have a bit of downtime over Christmas. Absolutely. When I'm in the car, I love to just replay things and listen to it. Um, and that was you the know. point I was about to make because, and they, they are. I, I, my understanding is because this is actually a paid conference too, yes. so which is really they've taken a big punt totally. on that. Yeah, and I guess. When you ask people to stump up a delegate fee for a virtual conference, and most of them around the world have not been doing that, yes, so, correct. You know, all yeah. credit to them for pulling sort of content that's compelling enough for people to feel. Like and there is amazing like topics, like totally. you know, it's it's not from want of not being there; it's just trying to fit everything yeah. in this time. And, and there's exclusivity. Yeah. I mean, Josh is putting exclusive content up this morning. Jason, yeah, we've created a, a, an all new um, uh, session. Actually, he let slip a few of the things of themes of his conversation yesterday in our webcast. It was amazing, and I just loved it. You know, the fact that he talked about, you know, data creates, I share, data creates process. Yet, but the journey creates the feeling, and I think that's a really massive topic that I'm looking forward to his keynote on Wednesday to hear more about. Because when you need to bridge that gap between the data and the analytics, and how it actually plays out the employee experience, it's it's gold. Yeah. So let's kind of go back. Over so that, that's sort of some broad brushstrokes there, and we're in yeah, usual fashion, Mish. We're uh, all over the truck, jumping here and there. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Um, so it's yesterday, real. it's live, sure. Yeah, it is. It's um, so look, I'll, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, uh, this video recording, um, and you haven't seen some of these sessions yet, the recording will be out there. <clears throat> I understand it's going to be there for about twelve months. So if you've got a job, oh, the conference, class, oh. correct. So that investment, wow, that's great. Is really worthwhile. Yes. Plus, there's a networking community that will grow yes. around as well. So all of the engagement we're having now, whether there's five people in a session live yeah. or four hundred, uh, the value is going to continue, and I think that's a really important point to make. Yeah, I actually think some of the people that we met in July in our in our sessions yeah. that we ran, we've actually connected with and kept in touch with over the last six months. It was really nice to see a couple of those names mm-hmm. pop up in yesterday's session. Yeah. Um, as well so you know yeah. there's a really nice community of I guess like-minded people you yeah. know starting to have really valuable conversations yeah, yeah. 100% um, so you yeah, so the, the session first session that kicked off um, I can't remember the title of it but it was 
the CEO, uh, Penny Nicasso is the CEO of Happiness Foundation, I think it was. Mm. And look, I, I thought it was a, a, a good subject matter to get us up after the year we've had. So I think it was a good choice of yeah. an open keynote. Thing that I think let it down a little was they recorded, obviously, as well. Oh, so was it? Right, live. live. Right. Might have been. I'm not sure. I might be doing Penny a disservice. Um, and she has some great content. That also... But it wasn't interactive? She, the interaction was through a meditation session, which doesn't necessarily get your conference off the most vivacious start. Right. But on a Monday morning... Maybe it was supposed like, to have the reverse effect to centre those of us that actually attended yeah. um, to, to get us in the zone. Mm, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that said, um, I, <clears throat> I felt um, we went into, I went into a session from Vern Griffith, who's a good friend of the show. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, a, a ripper guy. Um, he's he's a uh, he heads up digital experience for HR at, um, globally for QBE. Um, he has a passion for um, AI and mm. using technology. I did a session with him in July, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah great. For sure. Yeah. Uh, has a has a, a great blog uh, called Machines in Suits, which uh, was nice. He said yesterday he's going to rebrand it from Machines in Suits to Machines in Sweats. Yeah, because that's how <laughs> Machines in Active Wear. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and it was great content, really engaging. Um, went through a lot of, uh, you know, uh, really cool stuff around the intersection mm. of machines and humans and talked about what's working well and what's working well. That seemed to be a bit of a theme yesterday, I think, in, in the conversations mm. I was part of, was that balance for AI and, you know, technology and data yeah, results yeah. And, and the people interpretation and application. Yeah. Yeah, which I guess affects the employee experience. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and uh, interestingly, there's good interaction in there too, some chat in the chat, chat area, and there's a couple of comments in there <clears throat> along the usual lines of, you know, uh, stop trying to tell us machines are going to take over, humans are still important. So, what was or, that um, comment that you made uh, a couple of years ago about what 2025 would look like? Yeah, <laughs> that's the HR. Uh, there would be no HR department. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Yikes. I think I dropped that into your session. You did drop that into our session. Yeah. Talking to someone who's spent the last 20 years in HR. Yeah. Didn't go down very well. Oh, I beat, <laughs> I beat you. I'm like 30 years, I think, on the last count. Um, uh, and just for this, <laughs> I guess for this audience, a uh, point I made at an HR tech fest about two, three years ago. Yes. Uh, I made the Atlantic statement that uh, HR would be effectively redundant as a function. Could we be taken over by men in suits or uh, yeah, machines in suits? I think, yeah. the, and the point that I re reiterated yesterday is a lot of the crap work that HR have done over the years that is important work. Yeah. Clients, you know, it's, 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 it's the foundations, yeah, yeah, a lot of it. And yeah. it's all the administration stuff yeah. and just keeping, you know, making sure that the, uh, the, the lights are kept on from that perspective as well. Machines have helped us to get better with that. So yeah. my point then, as it is now, is that we should let the machines do what they're good at. Let Jason machine. will say the same thing yeah. tomorrow. I, yeah. I have no doubt about it. Um, and focus our energy on the human side. So yeah. HR folks should be the humans of HR, shouldn't they? And the human supporting the humans of the world. Are you in marketing? No, not yet. But oh, I'm, no, I'm auditioning. Yeah, right. Okay, got it. Um, so uh, what? Yeah, there needs to be that balance. I think there's yeah. absolutely the need for technology to streamline and create efficiencies that are manually too yeah. intensive. Yep. Without a doubt. But then there is always going to be that need for the application of, to the human side because humans are difficult. And I think this yep. year more than, well, not difficult, I shouldn't say that. Humans are, you know, we have unique 
you know, how do I say this? Behaviors of the planet. Like human like Humans are humans. Um, and I think this year has more than ever proved that yeah. um, there's a lot of effort and there's a lot of energy that's gone into mm. managing the different emotions of, of all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's never been, and, and I, I guess that was the um, point that came through really strongly on the panel session that I moderated, which was after Vern's session yesterday. Um, and we had the heads of eight CHROs. Uh, from QBE, from uh, uh, Optus, mm-hmm. uh, GFG, Kester. Um, yeah. yes. um, awesome, um, really insightful and shared some really great experience. And I mm-hmm. asked them to share their own experience of 2020. And then we started to frame that up as into what has evolved from a role of HR and mm-hmm. what have we learned um, about what HR brings to the organisation, brings to the humans in our organisations mm-hmm. from this year. To me, and that's why I dropped that comment into your session, was um, actually we have this year found and realised the worth of HR as a function. Yes. As we've managed the, the various crises that have occurred yeah. this year and we put the test, you know, the agility and the ability to support uh, our people as they've gone through disruptive change, mm. the worlds have tipped upside down, as we've had a public health crisis that mm. affected our organisations. So all strength to HR. I'm back in your camp. Love your work. Um. <laughs> nice to be appreciated. Yeah, no. It's, it's been interesting though because there's been a lot of HR people this year that are absolutely burnt out, you yeah, know, yeah. and done and exhausted and quite a few even considering career changes yep. that I've been working with. They're, they're, you know, they feel like they actually haven't achieved their people strategy mm. because they've just mm. been on the reactive, you know, treadmill, putting yeah. out fires and managing the well-being and, and mental health of a lot of their teams. and helping yeah. people restructure versus actually achieving what was on that people's strategy. So I think to any HR people out there listening, be a bit kind to yourself. This has been a yeah. huge year. Um, you know, well done for making it through. It's tested us like it, it never has before. Yeah. Um, totally. And regroup in 2021. Those performance and people strategies will still be there next yeah. year. But a lot yeah. of us in HR too aren't, aren't that adept at tiptoe and the, and the agility and stuff. I think we, we needed to get better at it. And that's mm. one of the things that's... Yeah, really played strongly. Yeah. But because we are very systemized and very process driven and we, we sort of do a lot of rinse and repeat, that's, that's not to say that it's that bad. That's the that's two there's the, there's the, the process driven HR side, the analytics, the people yeah. that like this, and then there's the people side. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, I guess the yeah. look at the different types of behaviors. There are some people that are more geared on the people side. I think those guys have given a hell of a lot yeah. Um, yeah. of energy this year to, yeah. to teams. Oh, it's been, it's, I think it's been great to be able to make decisions on the fly because you had to yeah. and to put it, to do it very much from a human-centered uh, perspective, oh, right? Totally. There's, no, there's, no, there's been no greater time where the imperative has been to put the human at the center totally. and to yeah. make conscious, proactive decisions for their benefit yeah. and to support them effectively. Totally, yeah. yeah. Unreal. And just, I guess just segueing onto that topic of resilience, <clears throat> can't lose my voice now. No. Not on day two. Not on day two. Come on. <laughs> Get with the program. Um, so I had the other session that I was uh, privileged to be able to um, uh, moderate um, was actually to interview uh, Catherine Newton, who is the CEO of Are You OK? Yes. And most of us here in Australia would know the Are You OK? organisation. Mm-hmm. It kind of came from National Day of Action uh, around... You know, just the uh, human having the conversation. Of yeah. Are you okay? Taking yeah. the stigma away yeah. from mental health, okay. and also giving, encouraging the right conversations to occur. Yes. And it was a brilliant conversation that I had 
with Catherine yeah. yesterday. Really enjoyed it. Got a, you know, got a lot. And I think um, that's one you should go back and, and uh, oh, check the recording out. I can't actually well. wait to listen to that because it was interesting. I had some other conversations with the yeah. client period of time and I yep. was actually was with an employee who was having some mental health issues. Yeah. And I, I said to him, you know, people take medication for blood pressure, for cholesterol, for diabetes. You know, there's nothing wrong with taking antidepressants to help, you know, resettle the, if you need to, yeah. you know, within your body. We, we need to remove that stigma because yeah. it, it is okay to, you know, mm. look at mental health as part of your, you know, your, your physical health as well. Yeah. One of the things that, that came up, and, and I kind of said this um, uh, as part of the discussion, is, you know, there's, there's always this talk about if you see, someone injured like you go you see a car crash or, or someone mm. hurt or distressed um there, there is a tendency to think oh i don't have the skills to help you know someone who's more of a doctor or has a medical you know so where's the nurse where's the doctor yeah where's the and so yeah. unless you do feel confident yeah you're compelled to go oh i should leave it for someone else what if i stuff it up and kill someone or whatever and and actually all of the paramedics or any medical people you talk to will say Anything is better than nothing. Yeah. Get in there and do the best you can. Until um, someone works. Yeah. Right. And so this is that's a great parallel for, for what are you okay is about yes. in terms of from a mental health perspective. Yeah. Is to say no one is better equipped than people who know. Well, we're person. all human. Yeah. So, to start yeah. the conversation though. To yes. be able to, and, and it's easy to start the conversation. And all you've got to do is ask that, that yeah. question of how you doing, how you going, are yeah. you okay? Um, but then listen. Yes. Yeah, and she gave a great, um, there was an uh, uh, acronym called ALEC. So it was, um, you know, it was, ALEC, yes. <laughs> it was to, you know, ask, yep. right? Listen, yell. Yeah. Um, and then it was to, um, to then uh, engage mm -hmm. and to have that conversation. And then um, really it was to check in again. Yes. So don't leave it at that. Yeah. And, uh, that was a great conversation. Um, today, after Josh Burson's keynote, which is on in about a minute's time, live anyway, um, and I encourage you, um, not that you'll probably hear this, <laughs> check the recording of Josh's session as well. Um, but after that, I'm going to be interviewing Shane Fitzsimmons, Amazing. who uh, people in New South Wales particularly, legend. from the bushfire crisis last yeah. year, Chief Commissioner of the Rural Fire Service here, um, and he was just a wonderful leader through that crisis. Um, and now is the head of a newly formed agency in New South Wales government called Resilience New South Wales, mm. all about preparing us better to, to be handle, yeah, to handle these crises yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, which was the point you were I think, getting, getting to before was um, this year as HR people, we've been thrust into just, you know, just having to deal with the crisis. Yeah. Um, I think what we've learned now is our role is really important to build that resilience in our organisations. So there's less of a, you know. Yeah. So we're better equipped to yeah. manage these situations as we go forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what are you and uh, Alana chatting about this afternoon? What's the One o'clock, wellbeing. So what does wellbeing really look mm -hmm. like now? You know, gone are the days of ping pong tables yep. predominantly and yep. perhaps, you know, the nice chef cooked lunches, even though there's, but really looking at what well-being is now yeah. and, and, you know, the mental, emotional, spiritual, physical side of, of well-being and yeah. what employees actually really need um, to feel well at work. I mean, flexibility this year has become number one. And yeah. I think, you know, when people return to start to look at what next year looks like, um, 
I think flexibility is going to be pretty highly rated amongst the wellbeing needs yeah. of employees. Yeah, um, and actually, you know, humanizing the workplace. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, wellbeing's had a bit of a shift now and really enabled people to understand what it what it is. I think for many years it was a bit of a buzzword. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, we're doing these wellbeing initiatives, but it's like, what actually are they? What's the impact they're having? And are they a value? Yep. So I think it's a really um, hot topic for yeah. Today, hope you can join think, us. Well, hopefully, yeah. I'll, I'll do my best to jump in. We always love session. you coming in and having a bit of a stir. <laughs> like a wombat. <laughs> Don't go there. Um, um, but yeah, but it's exciting. Yeah. There's lots yeah. of great content. And Definitely. then, yeah, Jason, obviously, tomorrow. Yeah, um, so we're going to do this again tomorrow and we'll set up Jason's session a bit more. We'll have, hopefully have him guest, guest on the uh, podcast uh, for that as well. Um, we'll probably leave it yeah, there wrap it today. Up. I thought it was a great day yesterday. Can I encourage you all? to follow the socials, follow us at LeapGen, follow Michelle. Creating Conscious Leaders. Creating Conscious Leaders. Um, we've, got, we've got you covered from all angles, from a leadership perspective, from an individual wellbeing perspective. Self-awareness, technology. And uh, we at LeapGen are, are the, uh, the, the leading advisors for digital transformation in HR as well. So um, we've got uh, a great perspective to bring on this. Absolutely. Thanks for joining me this morning, Michelle. Thanks for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. And we look forward to uh, seeing you at the conference and in and around it from there. Thanks, Thanks, folks. Have a great day. Have a great day.